3: Yeah, it's, uh, it's Thursday afternoon, and we are almost to the weekend. I'm Scoot on the Air. Really glad you're with us. Yeah, yesterday we were on, on remote for Valentine's Day at uh, Perfume headquarters at uh, 2034 Woodmere on, on the West West Bank. I've met a lot of uh, our listeners over there, so I want to thank all of you for, for coming by. Gave out a few of the, uh, the limited edition uh, Scoot on the Air uh, tuned-in T-shirts, and uh, we'll try and do that again uh, in the future. But yeah, look, it was a, a great opportunity for people to, to uh, score really, really Good cologne and good perfume at a really low price. So I'm I'm back in the studio for the first time in in a while. And so uh, life is getting back to normal. I know for for you as well after after Mardi Gras. Look, I loved Mardi Gras. It was fun. I saw a lot of people. I did a lot of things, but I'm glad it's over. I mean, I'm ready to kind of relax and I'm ready to enjoy sitting back and watching a cold front come through this weekend, which seems like one of the big events of the weekend. I'm just going to kick back and relax. I am going to miss football being on TV I, I I miss that and and it really does fly by you know the baseball season goes on forever the basketball season goes on forever the football season is uh, rather concise compared to other sports I know I know they're kicking up this this new league the U, the UFL or, or something like that I think two two leagues have combined to become the UFL but I'm still not so sure about spring football I, I'm not so sure about how uh, that's going to take off and I think it I, I really do think it has potential, but I'm not sure what it's going to take for that to to take off and become appointment viewing like the NFL is. And it just it you know it seems like it happens so quickly you know the the preseason uh, is here and then boom, the, the last game of the season's here and that's why we really have to enjoy every, every single game during the season. So uh, anyway, the Super Bowl was the most watched TV program in the history of the United States, 123.4 million viewers. That's a lot of people. Kansas City won over the 49ers in overtime, 25-22. 20, so it was a, a very, very exciting game. But this shattered last year's record of 115.1 million when Kansas City beat Philadelphia. So there's a seven-seven percent increase. And it was an exciting game. Let's compare this to the 70 million that watched The Beatles on television, The Ed Sullivan Show, this month. This is the month The Beatles arrived in America and first appeared on The Ed Sullivan Show. 70 million people watched. But do you know, that was so much more than uh, 123 million today. Think about the percentage of, uh, I mean, the country was not nearly as populated as it is now much less populated. 70 million was a much greater percentage of the country than 123.4 million now in context of the population today. So in terms of percentage of the country that was watching i th- i think it's fair to say that the beatles did a an even better job than than the super bowl but it was the longest super bowl game and uh the most watched uh, program ever in terms of uh, millions of people but if somebody broke it down and i don't have the uh the brain to do the math right now but if somebody broke down the population maybe one of our listeners can do that i mean our listeners are always up for a up for a task here's a little homework All right. So in 1964, what was the population? 70 million people. It might have been 73, but let's just round it off 70. 70 million people watched The Beatles on The Ed Sullivan Show. What percentage of the country was that compared to 123 million watching the Super Bowl today based on the population in 2024? Somebody do the math on that and uh, either call us or send a, uh, a text. And the Oakwood Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. I can't even keep track of all of the Trump cases. I can't. I, I, they're everywhere. There's criminal. There's civil. Trump says this. Trump says that. I, I can't even keep track of all of it. So we'll just let it play out. We'll talk about it as, um, as, it, as it comes up. But uh, serious stuff. Uh, I know in one of the cases where uh, the former president wanted to have the, the case dropped, it wasn't dropped. And the, the judge has already set uh, a trial date for March. So that's coming up. And, and all of this is happening when when, when primaries are going to be going on. And the president, the ex-president, is not happy with, uh, with that. Uh, Britt Hume from Fox News, Britt Hume, is warning House Republicans that uh, if they don't get stuff done, they're going to look like a do-nothing Congress. And so here you have a Republican, uh, you know, I mean, Britt would probably argue that he's, he's uh, objective, but he's a Fox News political chief analyst. And, and over the years, I have seen him certainly lean right. So here's somebody who leans right, telling Republicans in Congress, get off your ass and do something. And when you're in control and you don't do anything, that's even worse than if you're not in control and, and, and do nothing. So but let's see what they do, because uh, Republicans in the House seem to be reluctant to want to do stuff that helps the American people if it makes Joe Biden look good. So I don't know. You know, politics at play here. We're going to deal with all of this during this election year. Well, we are. We're going to deal with all of the politics, but we're not going to get into it the way some people are because I want to reserve the right to deal with stuff that is um, is more interesting. Stuff that is not so divisive, stuff that is not so boring as the same old topics being discussed over and over again. I want to I want to get away from from uh, from some of that. All right, if you do want to join us with a comment, the Oakenheart Jewelers talking text line 504-260-1870. And let's see uh, what else. Um, you know, the Saints have officially announced their new offensive coordinator, Clint Kubiak, and that seems like a, a really good move. He's a young guy, and I, I I like that. And one thing that we talked about after the the, the Super Bowl was Andy Reid is not young. Andy Reid, I don't think Andy Reid is old, but compared to the young coaches, he's old. A- and and Andy Andy Reid had this great play. And it caused them to win the game. And Andy Reid has done a great job coaching the Chiefs. They win two Super Bowls in a row. And he's not a young coach. And so this gives me inspiration that as we get older, we're not just automatic re- automatically replaced by young people. The young people who replace the old people are the old people who act old. The old people who don't, um, who don't try to change. The old people who just stay stuck in, 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 in their ways. But if you're inventive and creative... Uh, and you adopt the things that are, are new in the world, uh, when you get older, you can be better than some of the younger people. So I think that was a really a strong uh, message from Andy Reid being the coach of the Super Bowl champions again this year. Ian Hook is our senior producer. He is at the controls in the other studio. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon to you, too, as well. How's it going? Good. Very good. Another uh, restful day. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I've kind of beat myself up over Mardi Gras, as did a lot of people. And so, yep, you know, yeah, yep, I'm, I'm happy yep. to uh, be away from that. Of course, we have to remember that uh, the uh, St. Patrick's uh, Day related oh, parades are no. coming up really soon. Oh, my God. Uh, really soon. That's no. going to be here before you know it. I can't even fathom another I mean, it's, parade right it's, now. it's just a, it's just enough time to recover. Yeah. I'm
4: sure, you know, come, you know, March you know, sixth, tenth, whatever. I'll be like, yeah, okay, let's get another
3: parade, oh, But yeah. right now, I'm like, no, yeah, I'm no, okay I'm not right going to do
4: that. I'm going to go home and watch Better Call Saul for like thirty hours in a row. Leave me hey, alone. Don't I'm, call me. Hey, look, Don't text you think, me.
3: You think that's exciting? I'm going to watch the cold front come yeah, through. Yeah, I this heard weekend. you say you're going to watch the cold front <laughs> come through, man. What's exciting about that? Oh man, just watch it come through the, the you know the winds and the, the the wind shifts and and you know the the uh, the yeah really the whole air traffic at the, the airport because I can I can see the planes landing when they come from the oh, north. Wow. Oh, I'm not going to be able to see that because they're going to land from the south into the wind. And uh, wow. anyway, I'm going to enjoy I'm going to enjoy watching the, the D- cold. Does from.
4: it does it get pretty windy and cold up there on the lake?
3: Yeah, it's pretty breezy. Yeah, yeah. especially breezy. You and go- I love when you can see the white caps on the lake. Oh, me, too. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I
4: like, you know, during uh during the covid summer 2020, we would go out swimming on the lake quite a bit just as a way, you know, to kind of get a little bit of time with our friends, a little bit of social interaction we'd all kind of get together and go out there and and you know swim in the lake, you know, and yeah. on some days it was pretty windy, and you'd get those white caps and yeah. we'd go swimming, and that was really fun. Yeah. And I know you know some people will tell you, hey, that's kind of dangerous; you shouldn't really do that. But it's fine. You know, it was COVID; we had nothing to live for anyway, so we were just like, let's <laughs> just get in the water.
3: We got COVID. What's let the worst let, gonna let nature to us?
4: take us. Yeah, exactly <laughs> really? right. So if it gets if it gets really windy up there someday, let me know. I'll come up there with a six pack in my kite, and, oh, and I'll right show man. you a good time.
3: Okay, look, let's do a couple of the texts yeah, uh, coming this morning. No, uh, this gonna, when are you? to talk about joe biden um and we're trying to protect joe biden yeah not on this program we're I, not talking about that daughtering old man we we uh you know mentioned something that we've been, been talking about his memory and he can't remember what he doesn't remember and uh yeah i mean there's nothing to talk about with joe biden and plus you know as you know this show is trying to protect joe biden we don't ever want to say anything negative about Joe Biden, so we never do. And anybody who believes that knows how ridiculous it, it sounds. Uh, anybody who's who's believing that knows that it's ridiculous because we talk about Joe Biden. And if we don't talk about him to the degree that others talk about him, um, that's not our fault. Uh, we talk about Joe Biden when it's time to talk about Joe Biden. And, and I've said uh, I think Joe Biden's too old to be president. So, w- w- what is all this uh, criticism that I don't ever say anything negative about Joe Biden? I mean, you're not listening. You people, and I'm talking about you people, you people who are just so quick to, 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 to criticize this show. And this is America. You can do that, but you're not factual, you're inaccurate. And I personally think Joe Biden's too old to be president. And I'm I'm disgusted that this country has Trump and Biden to look forward to again. I'm hoping that there is some divine intervention, some miracle that happens. And it's not Joe Biden and Trump again. But it looks like that's what it uh, that's what it could be. But do you want us to make up stuff about Joe Biden? And and what about this immunity? What about all of you who support immunity for, for Donald Trump? You want immunity for a president? Then you got to stop talking about putting Joe Biden in jail. Because if you're arguing that, that because he was president, uh, Donald Trump deserves immunity, well, then why are you worried about what Joe Biden does? You obviously believe the president of the United States should have immunity. So exactly what is it that you want us to say about Joe Biden? Oh, by the way, I've said he's done a terrible job with the border. Did you hear that? So again, what do you want us to say about him?
4: Well, what they want you to say is that you have you have to you have to throw as many pennies into the Biden bucket as you do into the Trump. bucket. No, you they, don't they, have to do that. You do not have to do it no. but because you're a radical moderate, because you're registered independent. They expect you. And I say they I'm not talking about everybody. I'm talking about a select few of noisy, you easily people. triggered people. You who people. expect they expect you and I to put a symmetrical framing. On an asymmetrical situation, which is a a stupid thing to ask us to do. Many of
3: them don't even understand what you
4: just said. Well, let me try to explain it a little bit. If Joe Biden was facing 91 felony counts in four different jurisdictions... We would have to talk about that as often as we are talking about that in Donald Trump's case. This man is at the top of the news cycle every day yeah. for these specific reasons. And I know you think that it's important to uh, point out, well, Joe Biden said something embarrassing or he fell down or whatever. And, yeah, we can kind of you know snicker and laugh at that. But it's not exactly as newsworthy. We talk about it as though. the first. Yeah, we do. We do talk about it. But it's it's, it's literally inherently less newsworthy than the first criminal trial of a former president of the United States. We cannot talk about those things equally in the exact same stroke.
3: And if it's wrong to favor, even if we favor one over the other, if that's wrong, then why do you watch Fox News? Because they favor one over the other. They favor all the Republicans over the Democrats, no, no matter what. So that's fair. That is absolutely fair in the media today. So, again, I don't I don't understand. We don't we don't even talk about Trump as much as we could. We don't. I mean, not nearly as much as we could. So so, you know, give us a lot of credit for that. We're trying to to some degree uh, just have have a little fun on the show and not get bogged down in all of the stupidity and all of the BS that Donald Trump is involved in. And by the way, this is not criticism of all Republicans. It's not criticism of all conservatives. It's criticism of Donald Trump. And it is okay to criticize Donald Trump and still have uh, appreciation for conservative ideology and still have appreciation for Republicans. For you do not have to buy into everything Trump in order to be a Republican or a conservative in America. Some people don't believe that, but that Uh, is reality
4: if we criticize Donald Trump and it hurts your feelings that is not our problem brothers and sisters you need to uncouple yourself in that way and just go on with your life and understand that he is going to be subject to criticism that is not pointed at you personally and you should stop taking it personally if
3: anybody if anybody said some of the things that Donald Trump said we would talk about it and so we talk about it when Donald Trump says it but we don't talk about Donald Trump as much as we could And remember, if you're that sensitive to any comments about Donald Trump, you're a snowflake. Do you really want to go through life as a snowflake?
4: All right, we got to get to a break soon here. I'll leave you with this one. This text just says, I would rather listen about you swimming in the lake, LOL.
3: Well, exactly. I mean, think about how much attention (laughs) is paid to to, uh, talking about like Taylor Swift or when we talk about like just like just fun, ridiculous things. This this show from one to four is not dedicated to politics. We talk about politics and we've got to talk about a horrible shooting we got to talk about some of this stuff, but we're not dedicated to it. We talk about everything. And and really, the show is billed as where politics and pop culture meet your opinions. So there's a lot going on here that has nothing to do with politics. All right. If you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. Thirty nine years ago today, it was on this day, February 15th, 1985, The Breakfast Club was released to movie theaters across the country. Directed by John Hughes, it was critically acclaimed and just consistently ranked as one of the greatest movies of all time, especially for that generation. And I remember I was on uh, B-97 uh, in 85, in and, and I remember when this song came out and, and when the soundtrack came out, and I remember seeing this movie, and it just, it really did define a young generation at the time. I'm Scoot on the Air, and we'll be right back. On the Scoot on the Air rock culture calendar on this day in 1969, this was the number one song in the country. Hit number one on this day in 69 and stayed there for four weeks. You know, 1969, this was still part of that, you know, baby boomer, hippie movement. And it was all about equality. And it didn't matter what people looked like. And this was about everyday people just coming together. I, I just love the way music often represents the, the times, the, the social and, and political times. And Everyday People by Sly was a, a real reflection of politics at the time. All right. Uh, Tucker Carlson says that Moscow is so much nicer than any U.S. city. What a butt kisser. In fact, uh, Vladimir Putin says that all, all Tucker Carlson did was ask him softball question, questions. He didn't even have a chance to answer any of the tough questions. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that, uh, that later. All right, so there is a, There's a blog that I, I wrote this morning. It's posted on our website, wwl.com. It should also be on the Scoot on the Air Facebook page. It is a blog about the shooting that took place following the big celebration of the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl for the second year in a row. At least eight children were among the 22 hit by gunfire at the end of the Chiefs Super Bowl celebration parade, and one person is dead.
2: Kansas City's Fire Chief says 22 people were shot when gunfire erupted at the end of the Chiefs' Super Bowl parade. Stephanie Meyer at Children's Mercy Kansas City says they treated a dozen patients.
1: Eleven of which are children with nine gunshot wounds.
2: Those children between the ages of six and fifteen.
1: All of those patients we expect to have a full recovery, none of which are in critical condition.
2: As for their emotional state.
1: Fear the one word i would just use to describe what we saw and how they felt when they came to us was fear
3: that sound courtesy kmbc radio station kkfi says its dj lisa lopez galvan host of taste of tejano was killed in the shooting the chiefs trainer says players and coaches were on buses at the time returning to arrowhead stadium
2: i'm ben thomas
3: and so sad that, uh, you know, one of our colleagues, somebody in, in radio died and it was just a, a random thing. She was just a hit. You know, I, I bring up some interesting things in the blog in the blog. So if you want to read that again, it's on our website at WWL dot com, also on the Scoot on the Air uh, Facebook page. The Chiefs uh, say that all the players and the coaches and the staffers um, are safe and accounted for. Yes, even Taylor Swift. The Kansas City Chiefs say all team personnel are safe and accounted for. This after a shooting at the conclusion of a downtown parade celebrating their Super Bowl victory. KC Police Chief Stacy Graves said, We do
4: have three persons detained and under investigation for today's incident. We are working to determine if one of the three are are the one that was in that video uh, where, where fans assisted police.
3: Before the gunfire, which sent terrified observers running for cover, close to a million fans lined the streets on
0: a warm day to see their heroes, who, by beating San Francisco, repeated as Super Bowl champs. I'm Bruce Morton.
3: And Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas says that these types of occurrences are, are, are just too common.
0: Parades, rallies, schools, movies. It seems like almost nothing is safe. And we had hundreds of law enforcement. They're working hard today.
3: And that is a courtesy of KMBC. The blog that I wrote is about the, the the mass shooting ruining another celebration. A celebration of goodness in America ruined by a shooting. Is this planned? I'm not talking about a conspiracy theory, but let's think about a few things. That That shooting yesterday, once again ruined the celebration of goodness in America. And I wonder if there is this virtual email that goes out, not received by anybody in particular, but if there's there's an email that goes out that says, hey, anything that celebrates goodness in America, let's ruin it with a shooting. Let, let's have a shooting. Once again, we're hearing that, uh, that Two people apparently got into an argument, a personal dispute. And the personal dispute was, was solved with a shooting. Now, at least eight people, at least eight children were among the 22 hit. And one person is dead. So one dead, 21 injured. And yet you get the feeling that the two people that had the dispute... Didn't hit each other. What the hell? Are they such bad at so bad at aiming that they didn't shoot, they didn't hit each other, but they hit all these other people? That that just doesn't even seem possible. And maybe there's more to this story. We don't know everything yet, but that's the impression I get right now. (laughs) The two people that had the problem, the people who were shooting at each other, they didn't hit each other, but they hit all these other people and, and killed somebody. President Biden says that this cuts deep into the American soul, and he pressured Congress to enact stricter gun safety legislation. Um, President Biden went on to say that the epidemic of gun violence is ripping apart families and communities. Well, of course it is. But I'm not sure what legislation would specifically prevent mass shootings like the one that occurred after the the parade or during the parade in, in Kansas City what what legislation is going to is going to stop that? I think there's some things that can be done that stop some people who get guns from getting guns. But there's just no law that's just going to automatically stop this because it's a mentality. This is about a thug mentality that exists in America that that leaders don't want to discuss. And it's mostly hurting the very people that the leaders are trying to protect. And I just find this this appalling. And there are so many people who are more affected by this than than others, and they're outraged that more isn't done. The storyline of many mass shootings in America is the same. The celebration of a sports team winning a championship, a 12-year-old's birthday party, or attending a high school sporting event. At some point, an argument develops, and one or two teenagers try to end the argument with a gun. A gun they brought with them to the celebratory event. And instead of the thug-minded, gun-toting individuals getting hit, it's the innocent people who get hit and sometimes die. Because the two thug-minded shooters are so terrible at shooting, they can't even hit each other. Am I missing something here? If you want to join us with a comment, the Open Our Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. If there's an argument between two or three people... Who are they? Who who are they gonna going hit? Why aren't they shooting each other? And it's just it's it, it, it's amazing that there just seems to be this tendency for gunfire, guns, to be involved in ruining the celebration of goodness in America and i wonder if there's this subconscious collective feeling among these thug-minded americans who just want to uh, just they 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 they're just prone to do this and and what about this thug-minded mentality nobody comes out of the womb with a desire to own a gun human preservation and 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 human existence and protecting oneself that's innate to the human spirit i I get that but these young people are taught and we talk about this all the time but nobody says anything about it nobody else these young people are taught that they're nothing without a gun and that a gun is necessary And you have to have a gun. This is learned behavior. And I am beginning to wonder if there is not some subconscious current of jealousy or envy that is designed to replace goodness in America with the ongoing debate over gun control and over gun violence. Why is this so predictable? A celebration of goodness in America marred by gunfire. And we're talking less about the Super Bowl and we're talking more about the gun violence. If you want to join us, the Open Art Jewelers Talk in Texas, 504 260 Love to hear your thoughts on this. Steve is on the I 12. Hey, Steve, drive carefully. It's a tough place to drive. Thanks for being with us. Hey, it's good.
5: Um, can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, the, it, it's a twofold problem. Uh, when I was a kid, I'm 66 years old now. When I was a kid in the '60s, my dad drilled it into me: do not ever point a gun at anybody. Never ever point a gun at anybody. Right. And families used to teach that. When you know, when I was in high school, we all had gun racks with shotguns and rifles in the back of our trucks. You know, because we knew you do not point a gun at anybody ever. Right. All right. So the way to fix it. You teach gun safety in schools. People are so afraid of guns that they won't even talk about it. But you want to fix gun violence? That's how you do it. You teach gun safety in schools and drill it into them. It is wrong to point a gun at anybody. Just my opinion.
3: Steve, listen. listen Look. Okay, I I think, you know, I think that's a legitimate thing to think about. The problem is it's got to be reinforced at home. It's kind of like a school prayer. School prayers don't mean a damn thing if they even had them. School prayers aren't going to mean anything if it's not reinforced at home. And and gun safety being taught in schools is is, is not going to mean anything if um if it's not taught at home. And what's being taught at and look, not every home, not every home, but in some homes, gun possession. Is taught using a gun to gain a reputation, using a gun to maintain a reputation, using a gun to settle an argument. This is learned behavior. When is somebody going to stand up and say, stop teaching that? On the scoot on the Iraq Culture Calendar on this day in 2016, Paul McCartney was denied access to a party after the Grammys. He showed up at the Argyle Club in in Hollywood, and Paul McCartney, along with uh, Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins and Beck, they were all denied admittance to the party. So they went to another party sponsored by Republic Records. Can't imagine Paul McCartney taylor hawkins and beck not not being uh admitted to a party boy that would be one exclusive party way to make your party so (laughs) lame what are you doing (laughs) way to make everybody feel special hey guess what mccartney couldn't even get in here wow i'm scooch we'll be back on wwl why isn't Anybody, including the mayor of our city, LaToya Cantrell, why isn't she, why aren't members of the city council, why aren't other leaders addressing the learned behavior of thug mentality? You know why they're not? Because it's inconvenient. Because they don't want to offend the very people that they pretend to protect. And what has changed? I knew where my dad's gun was. I was a little kid with, like, red hair and f- freckles. I mean, I was an ugly little kid. And I, I, you know, I got pushed around. I got bullied all the time. Never occurred to me to go get my dad's gun. Never. Never even thought about it. So w- what's different today? What, is, what has changed? And why is nobody addressing? Is there something here that I'm missing why is nobody addressing the learned behavior of you have to have a gun to be a man you have to have a gun to be somebody why is why why are so few people talking about the learned behavior of settling an argument with a gun and once again it seems like there's this virtual email that goes out and Somebody has to, to try to ruin the celebration of goodness in America. And that's what happened after the, the Super Bowl celebration party in Kansas City. A shooting ruined. Well, it didn't ruin, but you know what I'm saying. It, it totally took over the conversation about celebrating goodness in America. If you've got a comment, the Okanard Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. Let's go to Derek and Gonzalez. Hey, Derek.
5: Hey, school, My man, it's been a long time, bro. I, talked to
3: you. I appreciate you calling, Derek.
5: Hey, I just wanted to say, I mean, as a guy that, you know, grew up in New Orleans, that grew up in the projects of New Orleans, never had the thug mentality, always wanted to do better. You know, I work in hospitality. You know, I, we had the shooting right in the same block from my hotel.
3: Royal and Canal.
5: I was I, yeah, I was sitting there hearing people saying in my hotel talking about how much that, you know, that they will never come back to New Orleans because New Orleans is not what they expected. It is so different in the mentality of the people and the thugs that hang on Canal Street. It's like you said, it's unprotected sex, man. They need to bring the wrap it up campaign back because you're having these girls. Having these babies four and five with no with no father figure, no structure in the family. So, how are you gonna be successful if you have no structure? It's just sad, man? New Orleans used to be extraordinary, it used to be great, man. I just I'm just waiting my time till I retire, man. I got five years left, I'll be done.
3: Well, Derek, you take care of yourself. I'm, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but I understand that you feel that way. And, and yeah, a, a, a shooting. I mean, Royal and Canal is a prime, prime location in downtown New Orleans. Second most prime location to, Roy, Royal, to, uh, to Canal and Bourbon. Royal and Bourbon. And a, a shooting there. And so you're hearing from a, a valet who works at a downtown hotel right near where that happened. And people are saying they're never coming back. This needs to be dealt with. And the people who represent our city, the people who sell our city, they know this. But the city has to do something. And by the way, Mayor Cantrell is in California at a mayor's meeting. Okay, that's fine. But Mayor, come back and tell us what you learned. Come back and tell us how you spent our money to the benefit of us, our city. And maybe there should be pressure on the mayor as the leader of our city to encourage more people to speak up about the learned behavior of thug mentality. And don't bore me with lack of jobs because there are jobs out there. And I see so many people in... in, in minimum wage jobs and i and i so respect them for doing the right thing but there's just there's just too much of this and what happened in in Kansas City is a result of what we see of what we see here and it just seems like there is this this idea of ruining the celebration of goodness in america with a shooting. It, it it's it's so predictable. Remember the Mother's Day, remember the Mother's Day second line in, in New Orleans. There was some 12-year-old girl's birthday in New Orleans. These these celebration, celebrations celebrations of, of of goodness, they they just um are marred by this thug mentality. The idea that everybody's got a gun. The idea that you have to have a gun to be somebody. And boy, if I get in an argument with you, I'm pulling out my gun. That doesn't make you a man. That, that's not the definition of a man. And unless that is taught to young males, nothing is going to change. Because the bottom line is, this is learned behavior. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. Yeah, these little slug punks walking around thinking they're men because they have guns and nothing. And it's, it's sad because, you know, you can build up young people to make them feel like they're something. You can build them up to make them feel like they're worthy, like there's hope. So this is a failure of the very communities where these young people grow up. This is learned behavior. It is being taught to them consciously or subconsciously, it's, it's being taught to them. But you're not a man. And you're not a man because you can get a woman pregnant. And the bottom line to all of this, as the caller just, just pointed out, and I've talked about this a lot, I don't hear anybody else talking about this. Why am I the only one talking about this? The bottom line to our crime problem is, is, is sex, is animalistic sex, It's the idea of having sex with a young person with no regard for the consequences of pregnancy and young people having child after child after child. Not everyone, but enough young people are doing this to create an enormous problem. And this is the lowest common denominator of our crime problem. I'm screwed. Is Joe Biden too old to be president? That's coming up on WWL.